This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome once again to Blockbuster Mentality. I'm your host, Ben. Really appreciate you joining us. Before we get started, uh, we just ask that you uh, subscribe to us on, on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd appreciate it. Appreciate a review. That really helps us out a lot. We've been climbing those charts, so we'd really appreciate it. If you haven't already, drop a review for us and a rating, uh, iTunes or Spotify or wherever you do that. We'd appreciate it. How's everyone doing? Uh, yeah, it's been a while, been a couple weeks anyway, but uh, glad to be back. Today we got a great show with Brian Quinn, or Q, you might know him as, from Impractical Jokers. Uh, he graced us with his presence and we talked Superman, and that was a lot of fun. He's a huge Superman guy. Talked about Superman, his career, Impractical Jokers, and his firefighting days even. Uh, so yeah, I think you guys will enjoy this conversation. Had a lot of fun, uh, me and Dave did, with uh, Q. Uh, so yeah, here it is. Here's our conversation with Q from Impractical Jokers. Hey, uh, hey Q, how are you? Hey guys! Oh, I like that he dressed for the occasion. He, he got he has the Superman shirt on. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something right now, and I swear upon my mother's grave, it's true. I didn't wear this for the podcast. Didn't even realize I was wearing it until you just pointed it out. <laughs> that is perfect, though. I mean, that's, that's absolutely bonkers. That's, that's gonna awesome. go right into it. So that's great. Yeah. All I, right. I mean, to be fair, I have like three of these exact shirts, so I'm usually wearing. Yeah. Yeah. I was say, do you wear this just my daily wear? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm a Superman nut, man. That's why I jumped on it. Like, I got a tattoo. I got everything, man. I, I, I'm a. Uh, Superman's my guy. Where's, Where's your, your tattoo? Ta- yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Oh, there nice. it is. Yeah, Beauty. The kingdom, come, uh, the kingdom come, Superman. That's right. I have to say, uh, I'm liking the beard a lot. It's uh, very becoming. On me? Yeah, looking good, buddy. <laughs> oh, thanks, pal. Oh. Yeah, we talk to our guests usually on the show. Yeah. Not to, you know, <laughs> we, we try like to... That. Hey, we, man, <laughs> you know, I, guys, you know, we, we, I don't get a lot of compliments, so thank you. <laughs> I'm glad to give you that compliment. Well, yeah, it's funny ben, because... Ben and I can talk anytime. Yeah, uh, we, so. exactly. <laughs> We're not going to... I'm not going to say, hey, Dave, that's a nice... Uh, did you just paint your closet? Uh, that's oh, very I nice. I don't know. I'll, I'll say that. I'll say that shit to Sal all the time. I'll be like, oh, you look really handsome today. <laughs> oh, I love it. Love it. And I love that you got the ghostbusters in the background all sorts of movie oh, yeah. stuff we I got have, uh, i have the ecto one uh if you, if you i'll tell you yeah i got the ecto oh, wow. show us around i got the sign uh then i have the back to the future delorean oh uh, wow up there up yes there. and then the lego batman uh 89 vehicle oh that's sweet uh, Oh I man! That, yeah, I built that myself, and I got a pretty sweet Millennium Falcon down here. Too. I was I, I was gonna say Millennium Falcon. I wasn't sure. Oh, man, hold on! I'm dropping my, my that's, mic. That's, that's okay. all right. 
Did you build that one yourself or? No, I do have the Lego one, but it's half built because it's so many pieces. Yeah, Uh, this is just like a like a toy. It was it's crazy because it's just a piece of plastic. You could throw this on the floor and everything. So I was going to mount it to my ceiling. But uh, remember what I said before about being lazy. Yeah, I haven't quite gotten to it yet. You're (laughs) you're in the choir here. (laughs) Yeah, you're in good company. Don't (laughs) do not worry about that. Uh, But but, uh, no, it's great that you got you got movie stuff. I'm glad you're you're obviously a Star Wars guy, too, which is which is Mm -hmm. fantastic. Um, But uh, so, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get into a little. We're obviously going to talk Superman, but uh, obviously we want to talk, uh, you know, your how how you became you how how Q came up. Um, I know you were a firefighter. Now I know you don't talk specifically about you know what um you know, what happened during the firefighting days, but yeah, what, I, uh, I, I tell so I bore I bore people with some stories sometimes, no. but I always feel like if I tell them on podcasts or stuff like that, I feel like I'm taking the credit for a team effort. But I got some crazy stories. Uh, you know, yeah. I just always feel I always feel like I'm like I'm like uh, like I'm a jerk for telling them what without the guys. <laughs> right. Well, what I'm curious about is impractical jokers. Like, did that? I mean, based on the internet, so you you never know what you sure. read on the internet. Uh, you were Basically, still how a does fight- a lazy guy from Staten Island uh, get a TV show? Well, that, but what, what, uh, find three other guys to do most of the work. Yeah, exactly. What, what, uh, so were you doing impractical jokers and still an active firefighter? Yeah. For the first, uh, for the first entire first season, the first half of season two. Okay. I was, I was still working in the firehouse and it was, it was just really, it was getting really hard because, uh, we were shooting more and more episodes. So I was, I would be like, we would shoot and then I would go to the firehouse and I would work all night. And then we would come right back to set the next day, work on the set, and then go back to the firehouse and work it overnight. So it was like that was happening more and more. And then the city of New York um, used to not be a computerized system for when you wanted to – like if you were working and I wanted to swap a tour with you, mm-hmm. I could be like, hey, man, can I, can I just – could you work for me Saturday night and I'll owe you a tour? And that used to be the system. And I had a lot of that going on. And then the, the city of New York computerized their system where they tracked who owed what. And you were only allowed to owe no more than two tours. Oh, so wow. I was yeah. Like, Man, it's like, this, yeah. Really, this fucks me. So, that. so, <laughs> yeah. so that's when I took the leave of absence uh, when they computerized the the city of new york's uh fire department yeah hey, so i don't think i've ever told anybody that so there you well, go would yeah, you still we, be a fireman you just something. keep giving shifts away or <laughs> no, no i'm too I, I think about it now because i'd be approaching my 16th or 17th year and uh my body just hurts all the time so i'm like man if i had packed on another 10 years of abuse from that job like i wonder how much worse off i'd be right now so were you uh, you know were the uh, guy? I mean, did the first had the first season or two come out while you were still a firefighter? Oh, like yeah, I know you yeah. uh, were they busting your balls a little about being Hollywood, yeah. you know, guy? Like oh, they called yeah. me Hollywood. That was in <laughs> John John Gambino, guy in my past, be like Hollywood. What are you doing? Shit like that all the time. Yeah, but it was cool. You know, they had to make fun of something. Exactly. Were you, you, know? were you? I know you don't want to brag or anything or take credit for for the team. But were you ever in a situation where you're like, oh man, this is this is kind of dicey. I don't know if I'm coming home tonight. Kind of. A oh thing. yeah, I I could actually tell this story because it actually makes another guy look good. But we had a a fire in a, a auto repair garage, mm-hmm. and uh, I had the roof, uh, roof position. And this guy whose name I don't even know because I wasn't working in my firehouse was in the uh, OV position, the outside vent position. And uh, we were up on the roof and they're like, you got to cut the roof because 
the second you cut a roof and vent out all the gas and heat, it's like a dream. Like you could stand up in a fire at that point. So it's an important job. So we were out there, but the roof, the tar was already bubbling. Uh, so you knew it was pretty hot under there. So we started cutting the roof and I cut it and then the roof just gave Ooh. and I fell and like, it was like a hand, like a fire hand came out and I rolled and I fell into the shop, but there was a Jeep Cherokee on a, on a lift in the shop and oh. I fell on the roof of that. Oh, wow. Um, and, and the saw was going and I was like, Oh shit, man, this is scary. And the guy, he reached in and grabbed me and with his help, I was able to like scuttle out with the saw and everything like that. Oh, that's, um, that's nuts. Yeah. There's a, you know, you can't be a fireman without, you know, a hundred stories that, that sort of hit that, that kind of. When level. did your, uh, your, um, want to be a firefighter firefighter i edit don't worry uh when did your want for to be a fighter dave help me out here when did his when want did for want a, a firefighter firefighter there we go that's how you say it fight i kept saying fighter first i don't know why firefighter you, know, you cut that shit out you gotta look no that stuff dave knows i i don't edit i say i edit uh, to the guests yeah. just to make them feel better but it's, i don't edit it. i gotta totally leave that in yeah. uh when did your want to be a hero start uh, I, you know, when I was a kid, I, you know, as a kid, I was always just kind of like, I had like a lot of cops in my family, some firemen, but more cops. And I kind of always wanted to do it. And then when I, when I, I was such a Ghostbusters freak, Ghostbusters, my favorite movie, the fact that they lived in a firehouse, I wanted to be, uh, you know, a Ghostbuster. And then, uh, and then 9-11 hit, you know, and I was still young, like throughout my 20s. The problem is with the fire department, you take the test and so many people want to be on the job. That sometimes you wait. Four years. Sometimes you wait so long that your test wipes out, and you have to retest. That's what happened to me. So, um, so I took it, and it wiped out. And I was like, I was on the fence about whether I was going to take it again this year. And then, then 9-11 happened. Then it was like, well, you know, yeah, you gotta you gotta go to work. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I was curious about the yeah when that fell in because yeah, I mean nine eleven. Obviously, you were close to that and everything. So yeah, I got I was, on oh five. So I, I yeah, was, I I wasn't dealing with the immediate. I was part. I was part more of the healing than the uh, yeah tearing apart. But gotcha. Yeah, it was a rough time for the department. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, and you're right there, right there in it. Um, now with uh, with impractical jokers, obviously you folks know you tuned in to talk Superman, but obviously to talk with Q from Impractical Jokers. Uh, one thing I do have to ask is now that you guys are like. You guys are popular. How hard is it to do the skits you do? Like, or, not skits, but you know. Yeah, it's it's not that hard. It's, yeah, it's, it's still pretty easy. I mean, we we obviously we got recognized and we got bits interrupted, but I can't tell you what they are. Uh, but we have several systems in place uh, before a person even gets to us. Okay, we generally have a good idea if they know the show, and if they do, we we just filter them out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. And, and then the other thing too, is just like, it is, it is, you know, it's a popular show and it's been on so long, but like, you know, there's 8 million people that live in, in on the hat alone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like if 8 million people are watching a practical jokers every week. Right. Yeah. Just, <laughs> you know, I'd be, I'd be heading the next star Wars movie. It would be amazing. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. You know, I, think, I, uh, I, we, we pride ourselves on being a different interview show and obviously you've had that question before. So I do apologize. Uh, Dave, go ahead, ask a question that he's but, never heard. It, well, this probably won't be, but uh, my favorite scenarios are the captive audience, you know, like the, either, either the service worker where you can have the opportunity to say, Hey, mustache or, or the, or the, uh, uh, the sort of like a focus group thing. What's your, what's your favorite scenario? 
scenario where you can get someone? Oh, uh, that's easy. I like um, I like the the uh, presentation, the slideshows, <laughs> because there's nothing like. I mean, a lot of the show is on its feet. You know what I mean? And you're in a situation and you're responding and stuff like that. Those slideshow presentations are really the ones that you get to craft jokes and really fuck with them like days in advance. Um, and I love that. That's so my favorite joke on the show was in a slideshow presentation. It was, uh, I don't know how familiar you are, but, but I wrote a joke where it was, um, they were doing timeshares and then they say, Hey, good luck. They were like, um, we caught the alligator that ate the DeLuca boy. Um, and then the next, and, the, and then the next slide was going on and said, we stuffed him. And then the next slide slid the alligator, not the DeLuca. <laughs> Sal just started fucking crying, man. And I was laughing. And, and I got that joke because I watched uh, Jaws about two weeks before where, where they cut open the Kittner boy. And I was so obsessed with Kittner boy that I had to figure out a way to get the word. I couldn't use the word Kittner, but uh, I ended up on the Luca boy. And that's where that joke came from, from Jaws. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. Uh, well, and so, so you like actually performing the slides rather than writing them for the other guys i like i like writing way more than I like yeah. performing. Yeah, yeah yeah i do now are you interested in in the acting game like i know you have a few acting credits like is that something you want to get more into like where where does that fall in your interest yeah i i think so not not in a not in a serious way like not in a, like i'm gonna be an actor kind of way but i think that i would like to do fun cool shit here and there you know what i mean yeah. just to be a part of it you know what i mean like i did um the the one of the hatchet movies victor crowley and uh and and i was just so happy to be there and it's just like i don't consider myself an actor but but if you're telling me i get to hang out on the fucking set of hatchet for a week and pal around with everybody it's like yeah and if that means that i gotta stand in front of camera and say some lines you know i'm fine with it but yeah I'm, I'm cool so i'd love to be part of stuff like that like like um Patty Jenkins is uh she's she's directing a Star Wars movie. Yeah. And you know, we're we're buddies with her. So I'm just like, I keep telling her, I'm like, I'm like, I'm the new wedge, man. Yes. I'm like, I'll be porkins. Oh like, stay on target. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't so, wouldn't you even take like a mask figure, like just a stormtrooper on anything, set? Right? Like <laughs> literally anything. So yeah. it's like my interest in in that stems from a desire to be part of shit that I love, not like that I know how to emote or, or anything like that. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I was, yeah, I was just, you know, obviously curious about that, but yeah, appreciate yeah. you enlightening us on yeah, that. Now, man, I, you know, if somebody was like, Hey man, we got a part for you in the movie. I'd be like, yeah, it sounds cool. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. We were just, we were just uh, talk, talking to a uh, uh, comedian, Mark Norman. I don't know if you're oh, familiar I love with him. him. Yeah. He, yeah, uh, he was on our cruise. I think twice. He's a great guy. Oh, He's nice. Hilarious. Yeah. We just talked to him and yeah, we, we asked him and he said like, you, you know, listen, if I, if I, if a Marvel movie comes to me and says, Hey, you have this, part take it he's like yeah i'm gonna take it but if i have to jump <laughs> if i have to jump through all these hoops to get a part like you know no i'm not gonna take like it's yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah i know <laughs> and it's sad to say but it's like that to me that's a healthy attitude yeah yeah no definitely yeah it's like because yeah. yeah you're not banking on like oh this is my dream i gotta do it you know you're you're just yeah. banking on like great if it, if i do it great if not you know i still got this other gig over here yeah, what you am know? i gonna do <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly um but uh you had something dave yeah family member of mine saw uh saw murr james murray at an, at an appearance and uh what, oh, okay what they didn't know was that he's uh quite the author he's got like five or six novels and yeah one of the deals was uh they got the i think 
pay something. They got one of his. They got a copy of his latest novel. Uh, one. Have you read any of his novels? Are they any good? And uh... Uh, yeah, I read his first one, um, <laughs> Awakened, and it was it was good. It was good. I, yeah. I liked it a lot. But I mean, when you know, when the guy comes out with like five books in two years, that's unreasonable to expect <laughs> yeah, me to fucking keep up with every book you write. When you, you know what I mean? It's like I read comics every week. Like, yeah, I, I'm a reader. I got a back pile. I can't be reading like unless I'm going to just turn it to the James Murray book club. <laughs> That's what I was. Yeah, what, I've got yeah. all your books uh, displayed. Uh, no, but he's, he's good. I like the I like the book. Uh, quite a bit. I was curious if you had any, because that's sort of a side project for him. Do you do you have any maybe potential side projects that you would maybe want to explore uh, beyond sort of you know the TV work or the movie work? Yeah, I think so. I think anybody does, right? Like I we, I mean, I wrote a comic with Cullen Bunn a few years back. I'd love to call the uh, Metro, but I'd love to continue at some point. And then uh, I don't know. You know, I like writing. I'm just a writer more than a than a performer. I have been uh, my entire life. So I I'm love to like get some sort of comic book or some sort of animated thing off the ground where I could just sit back and write, but you know, life's pretty good. I'm not too worried about it. You know what I mean? Like you <laughs> yeah. said, like I, I'm not too worried about anything really. It's like, uh, it's kind of chill out. Yeah. Excellent. Definitely. Uh, now, uh, so we're a movie show. We like to have celebrities <laughs> yeah. on to to come in and break down a movie because our audience, you know, uh, fans like to see what, you know, celebrities think about a movie you know even if it's uh you know not because much of a celebrity no, <laughs> you 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 said it not me no yeah, but no, even if it's <laughs> even if it's you know just what you know they're just their thoughts you know because they're, 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 they're in these movies but like yeah. what do they think about certain movies listen now listen, uh, hold on hold on listen all right q yeah your show here's the best thing i could say about your show Oh, uh-oh. well, that's uh, never a good no, here's here's the here's best start thing. to a sentence. No, no, it's, it's going to be good. But at the, the, the moment, you, well, I like the self-deprecation, but uh, uh, here's what I'll say about Impractical Jokers. And uh, then I, I really do think it's the best thing I could say is not no matter what is going on in my life. And this is this has been put to the test. If I'm having the worst day and <laughs> that there is, if I am just a grouchy son of a bitch, I can put on Impractical Jokers and you guys will make me laugh. And I cannot. I think that is the highest compliment I can. I, can I, I agree a hundred percent, man. That that is my favorite thing to hear. The three things I like to hear are that because I get it because I have shows that do that for me. Um, and the other thing is I watch it with my grandma. We hear that a lot. I <laughs> fucking love that. Like the like kids are watching it with their grandparents and stuff like that. And then the most distressing one, but I do like it, is because now the show has been on ten years. Yeah. you know what I mean. We've been on since two thousand eleven. Um, so you know. Um, these people who have graduated college come up to me and they're like, I have been watching you since I was a little kid. <laughs> and, and that, that I'm just like, holy shit, man. Like we've raised some of these poor motherfuckers. <laughs> <Seriously>? <laughs> like, like that's not good, man. Yeah. Because I, you know, so, oh. but thank you. No, that means a lot. That does. It's actually like, it means a lot to me. Uh, so thank you. you and it, I man. get it. I get it. I, I, I have shows that I feel the same way about. So it's cool. Yeah, no, yeah, that's good stuff. Don't ever think um, you're small, Q. <laughs> yeah, don't ever. Oh, I, oh man, I, you know, but the show's a separate thing for me. You know what I mean? It's, it's its own thing. Yeah, Tiny exactly. Cog. Now, what? Uh, so l- let's talk Superman. What? Uh, what's your relationship with just the character overall of Superman? Like, where? Where did that begin? Your love of of Superman? 
it started with this movie we're about to discuss. Okay. It yeah. was it was Superman was on and my mother, like any sane woman of her age, had an, an immense crush on Christopher Reeve. And that just kind of transferred to me because I have a huge crush on the guy. The, uh, <laughs> the um, it was just like Superman, like it was just on all the time. And I just loved him and started reading comics when I was like nine years old. And, and it was just a lifelong obsession with like how this character could be this good to the point that like when Jerry Seinfeld, started getting famous for being like the biggest Superman fan. I was like, fuck Jerry Seinfeld. No, he's not. You know, shit like that. Like I've just been like a comic fan and, and a a fan of that character for my entire life. It's been like, just like a weird, you guys have it. Like you got weird obsessions about things. Mine. One of mine was, was always Superman. I just love the story. I love the character. I love everything about it. I love that there's ways to look at Superman that are creepy you know what I mean? Where it's an alien that, that yeah. looks human, but it, but it's now it's on Earth pretending to be one of us. And it, by the way, it has the power to kill all of us anytime it wants. <laughs> right. And the only thing that stops it from doing so is its mood. Uh, you know what I mean? It's different. And I love that that character is that complex. I think it's yeah. amazing. Actually, I mean that's that's right. I mean technically, all the Superman movies are alien movies. You know, they're <laughs> they're movies. you know invasion movies. Um, yeah. yeah, and that's it's, a, it's an alien invasion gone the best way it can go. Now this. Uh, movie obviously starts off with on Krypton, which uh, Man of Steel uh, starts off with the, the 2013 film. They kind of yeah. copied off that. I'm going to get your thoughts on that a little later. Uh, now, uh, uh, Marlon Brando as uh, jo- Joel. Um, Jor- did Jor- I say- Jor- Jor- I'm sorry, Jorel. Um, F- fighter, fighter. I've had a couple of these. Q. I've had a, <laughs> okay, I've had a, down with that. Okay, cool. cool. Uh, I, don't you like own a beer or something? Uh, Rubson and yeah, I have a beer uh, beer label of my own, a little beer company. Nice. Oh, nice. That's what, I, that's what I've been drinking today. Nice. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. what, what are you? Th- First of all, what are your thoughts on Marlon Brando? Like, are you a, are you Marlon Brando guy? Are you like? Um, what? Look, obviously, he was Jarrell. I mean, Godfather alone puts him in the stratosphere. Uh, you know, you hear that he was a dickhead in real life a lot, and you know, he was kind of really mean to Frank Oz. And I'm like, well, that's Yoda, man. I don't know. You, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but I'm one of those guys, and I, you know, I know that not a lot of people could do it these days, but I'm really okay with being like, I guess he was a dickhead, but I don't know. He was, yeah. he was Don Corleone. Right. <laughs> You're watching him on the screen. You're not watching to see if he like recycles his plastic or whatever. Right. I mean. Yeah. I don't have to deal with the guy. Like, yeah, exactly. so, but uh, so, yeah, so I think he's great, but I, you know, I've never been like the guy that's like Marlon Brando is the greatest actor of all time. And I've watched like movies of his that I've been like, this is boring, but right. You know, yeah. Yeah. Great actor, I guess. What are you going to do? He's dead now, right? Yes, he is dead. Yep. We can uh, say two, what we want now. 2004. So yeah, we can say we can say whatever. Yep. Say whatever we want. All right, great. What would you is think? Of, great. Huh? There's oh, a great photo of him with like a penis in his mouth. You guys ever see that? No. I have not, but oh, I'm, I, I'm going to have to no. Google it now. Google it right now. He, right. He, he he did it as a prank. He he was he was bisexual, so it wasn't like a big deal for him. That's a so prank. So he he was at a party. I don't know, whatever the story is, but he. He took some dude's penis and put it in his mouth, and there's a picture on it. It's on the internet everywhere. Oh wow! I cannot believe yeah. I've never seen this picture. Okay, it's an interesting uh, Google experience. That's, uh, yeah. Well, and it seems and like he had, it he, had, he had to pose there. For, he had to uh-huh. pose there for a minute 
to be like, okay, are, is is the camera? I I I've tried so many times on the show to do a Marlon Brando impression. I can never get it down. Um, but uh, but wow, okay, thank you for crazy? that, Q. Thank you. Which is which is which is why like when people are like fucking like like all up against like. Okay, I'm just like you, motherfuckers. I know you all love The Godfather. I'm right, like, yeah. Corleone with a penis in his mouth. Like, what are you guys so uptight about? Like, right. just relax. All right, I'm relaxed. I just saw it. Yeah, yeah I'm totally relaxed. Uh, Jor, <laughs> so him as Jor-El, though. I mean, for me, this totally works. Like, this is. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's 1978 Brando. It's a year before Apocalypse Now comes out. It's uh, you know about. Six years, I believe, after uh, Godfather comes out, which Mario Puzo wrote, who also wrote the, wrote the screenplay for this, right? Yeah, wrote the screenplay for this, exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, is but he yeah, him. It, is he? he is yeah, credited, he. Right? Yeah, he is credited. I believe the, like the story is by him yeah, or something. That's so interesting. Yeah, I forgot about. That. I know. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, this whole whole sequence with them on on. Um, uh krypton is uh absolutely just for 1978 i have to say like this the set design is just outstanding yeah and it's it's like i i think like i think something that gets lost a little bit with today's comic book movies are the fact that like yo it's a comic book like it can look a little fucking silly you know what i mean like yeah like like when krypton's exploding in those bodies those superimposed bodies are just like (laughs) twirling it looks corny but you're like it looks like a comic book to me you know well, and that's the thing. Go ahead, Dave. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, like, th- that's the thing, too. Like, was this movie, like, they they kind of thought they were going to start, like, a cinematic universe? Like, I obviously know that uh, General Zod comes back in, in the sequel, I believe it is. Um, yeah, yeah but, I'd be curious uh, to the extent they, they planned yeah, this, right? Because they yeah. just condemned them in the beginning and send them off, right? They must have known, right? No, no, no. They wrote, they wrote, one, and th- they wrote one and two at the same time. Oh, they, they did? Shoot, they shoot... They shot one and two at the same time, and then he got fired. Richard Donner got fired halfway through shooting two. I think is the story. Yeah, I think two is an underrated movie. Just by the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then the, the yeah. Do, do people underrated? I thought everybody loved two. I mean, that maybe not as beloved as as the the first one, but I, well, because I, I know the Donner cut came out like in two thousand six or something. Like, so Donner actually had his cut come out. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, the Zod one is always one that for some reason i remember um but yeah it's just crazy that yeah they they had this idea obviously in place that they you know sent zod off this huge actor in um i terrence Terrence thank you thank you um uh in you know He's in it for two seconds, but you know, yeah. obviously he's going to be in it soon. But, uh, but yeah, I just love that. And then, uh, you know, it's just, uh, yeah, the special effects in this are, are great. And then when they send, you know, Superman off to to Earth, it's totally. I, I don't know if you're a Kubrick guy or not, Q, but uh, how how 2001: A Space Odyssey is uh, is the oh, yeah, is yeah, this? Pretty trippy, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Very it's cool. like it's cool. I should that, be that, that speech he gives while, yeah. while he's going. It's great. How about yeah. those uh, those like fluorescent uniforms that they're all wearing? Those glowing. <sighs> I, I had to look choice. it up. I'm like, what did they do here? And I guess they used like cinema screens, which I, apparently some some of them have glass in them for to, for being reflective. So they basically made <laughs> made their suits out of out of screens and then shot light using a, and then like forty degree angle mirror, so it wouldn't shine into their faces. And that was just 
Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Very cool. Look at you with the facts, dude. You know what? That's, I, what, that's, what, that's, what, man. that's what I'm here, man. <laughs> <laughs> what uh what what, what uh, the young Cal Al who, you know, obviously yeah. is um uh Jonathan, is it? And Martha. Um the parents of of, yeah. of uh, Clark Kent, they pick him up, but uh, <laughs> yeah, still he, a great interpretation of those characters. Yeah, no, I yeah, think. absolutely. Yeah, I love I love them in this movie, but <laughs> like I I do feel that the actor for teenage uh, Clark oh, Kent, yeah, it's yeah. like what. Why? Why? Uh, I looked it up, and the actors are like five years apart. <laughs> so it's like it. it's it's yeah, it's like is that is that necessary? <laughs> and then they dubbed his voice in anyone. Oh, they, did they, it's Chris Reeves' voice? They they they, they oh, dubbed really? the whole thing. I yeah. did not know that. That's wow. a bad choice. <laughs> it, it's really like weird. I I always feel like, and I do love the movie. It's it's one of my favorites. I watch it all the time. But like, I do feel like myself. The older I get, being like, man, it really does take an hour for him to get into Superman. Yeah, like, it's a fucking hour, and I'm like, oh man, like I'd kind of like to just get to it. Yeah, because all, yeah. all the farm stuff. Yeah. I agree. I kind of I remember my memory of the movie is a lot of Gene Hackman, but he's not actually in it all that much. You know, in the totality of the film. Yeah, as, uh, as like all, over well over an hour before yeah. he even shows up. One thing yeah. I did like, if I could just mention real quick is yeah uh, you're allowed to talk on this show dude. Oh, thanks <laughs> you're welcome one thing i did like as uh as someone who's uh my wife and i have been kind of t- struggling to 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 have a kid over the number of years i i kind of i, I for just for the first time when i rewatched it um a couple few days ago was uh the you know john and martha i kind of i had i, I kind of related a lot more in a way that i didn't expect this time you know having this like I guess alien, but this child like sort of delivered to them as what you might think of it as like a miracle. You know what I mean? Uh, and they're a bit older than than I guess in this movie they look like they're in their sixties or something like that. Yeah, I would say like late fifties, early sixties, yeah. right? Uh, but I th- that that part kind of hit home for me a little bit, and then that that entire family dynamic of like cherishing this child and and being able to raise them to the point where as you were saying q we could just he could just go and kill anyone you know if they're if, <laughs> maybe if the, if the home yeah. was a little different you might you'd get a very different outcome right for sure i mean half the elseworld stories in the comics are, are about what if superman's rocket landed in russia what if superman's rocket landed here or there anybody but the kents you know what i mean like mm-hmm. what if anybody with the kents got their hand on that that guy we'd all be in trouble but I think that's interesting what you said because it's like it really speaks to how, like the uh, weird, like the movie's not changing, the art's the same, right? And you're responding to it in ways that you never even could imagine that you'd respond to it before in your life. Like that, that's that's that to me more than anything is like that's fucking pretty great art, man. Absolutely, <laughs> you know what I mean, like yeah. it's a great piece of work when when it speaks to you at different points of your life and stuff like that. Not everything does that. Hundred percent, definitely. Um, now, I mean, you mentioned Gene Hackman, but like as little as he is in this movie, Gene Hackman, man, I always forget. <laughs> yeah. I always forget just how effortless everything he does is. I think the last movie I did on this show with him was Unforgiven. And a uh, um, little bit. Just, of what was that? He was Little Bill. That was him. Yeah. Little Bill. Exactly. Yeah, Bill. Like 
but everything he does is just like it's so it's effortless and it's i don't great. know why we don't put him in the conversation with the brandos and the and the de niros and and you know all that because i mean i i mean this movie i mean I, he plays lex luther just amazingly like lex luther has always been this genius you know he's just so smart and in this movie um Obviously, he says nincompoops, I believe, about <laughs> ten times. Um, but he adds uh, like a condescension and like an obnoxiousness to to the character, which kind of makes him in its own way endearing. Which is you know kind of <laughs> not even expect from you know the main villain who's opposing Superman. I kind of kind of like him in, in a little way. You know, uh, he's awesome in that in that movie, man. I mean, look at his life. He's living in you know, a closed off section of Grand Central Station. He's got a pool. He's got a super hot blonde hanging around with him all day. He's got this idiotic minion. You're like, like, he's kind of great. Like he is, but I don't know, man. It's actually, it's a great, it's, he's great. It's a great character. But in terms of Lex Luthor, it's not a very impressive Lex Luthor. He is, his performance is, but the character is actually doesn't accomplish that much. And it's kind of like just a, you know, the Lex Luthor I like is businessman Lex Luthor. The one that like is a modern one where he's like, he ran, he's the president of the United States in some issues and stuff like that. So for me to love Hackman's Luthor as much as I do is like, to me, like another sign of like how great he is because like, right. if anybody else played that version of, of Lex Luthor, I'd be like, this is fucking absurd. So is there any on-screen Lex Luthers that you thought were par to the comics or at least close to par? Not really. Yeah. I mean, they haven't really, like, who has there been? I mean, Jesse Eisenberg didn't right, really yeah. try and play it that way. I mean, uh, obviously there was the. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, Kevin but Spacey. But he was just doing a Gene Hackman impersonation. Mm. Uh, Michael uh, Rosenbaum in the Smallville series. I think that yeah. was. But yeah, you're right. I mean, there, yeah, there hasn't really been. His other... father on that series was more like the Lex right. Luthor in the comics. Yeah. Lionel yeah. Luther. Are you a are you a new comic day guy and are you still in in oh, that yeah, world? Every week. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, every yeah, week. Every yeah. Week. Man, that's kudos to you. I wish I wish I was every week. Um, <laughs> well, it's, it's actually it's it's it, we're going through a weird period of comics where it's getting kind of a little bit like I, I think I'm I may be getting too old for for the party at the moment because what? it just seems that everybody who's writing was like writing about like superhero dates and shit like that i'm like i don't give a fuck about any of this i'm like can somebody punch somebody like you know what I, mean? <laughs> I, I, I like my era of comics is like the 90s when there wasn't really a lot of introspection you know what i mean right it's more like here's a crazy idea it's batshit insane and we're gonna make it work because it's comic books whereas today it's just like it just seems like it feels like i'm just watching the news sometimes <laughs> yeah, well, yeah no. but, i mean does it mean that maybe that the the industry is kind of going the wrong way i mean maybe it's not you maybe it's them that's a conclusion everybody has to draw on their own i guess I, there is by the way still excellent i mean garth ennis is still making comics but there's plenty of like comics that i read that i love like tom taylor's fucking his nightwing's amazing but uh donny kate's venom like this is I still read a lot that I enjoy, but mm-hmm. more and more, yeah, I'm finding it that maybe the I, the party's <laughs> leaving behind a little bit. I, I would like to go back a sec to um, to Lex Luthor because it, it kind of makes me think of because we mentioned uh, Jesse Eisenberg. Um, 
you may be comparing the this film to the Zack Snyder version, uh, Zack Snyder film, which the tones are very different. That's essentially my put. This, even though Gene Hackman gives a great performance, the entire movie is is quite light in its tone. It's a little a little silly at times. Not not yeah. I don't mean it in a bad way. I think it's well, just part a, two is even sillier at times. It, yeah, but the Zack Snyder version is very serious and dour. I guess maybe the word or um, you know a, a much more a heavier kind of tone. Um, could that be? What do you think of maybe comparing the, those two films in terms of tone? Which one you what you like? Uh, what you didn't? Well, I mean, I, I think anybody with a half a brain would say that obviously Donna's Superman is, is the Superman. Uh, but I didn't, you know, Zach says, here's the thing. Cause, cause I do read comics so much. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm used to so many different interpretations of, the, of characters that like, I wasn't, I didn't sit there being like, this is too dark for me. I can't take this. I was like, all right, I see what they're going for. Um, and I don't, I didn't mind him as Superman. I know a lot of people did, but I didn't. Um, but it just, was I just feel Superman should be a little bit more hopeful mm-hmm. and a little bit more fun. I mean, I liked it. Like I watched it. I enjoyed Man of Steel, but I certainly didn't have fun watching Man of Steel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. And, I, and my favorite version of the characters, he's a little more inspirational and he's a little more having enjoying it a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because you have that, you know, the, the obviously the moments with Clark Kent when we initially get to the Daily Planet and he's, you know, stumbling around. It's and, funny. Uh, it's awesome. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's funny because that even goes back to what I said before, where it's just like, here's the creepy thing. That motherfucker is putting on an act yeah. to fool you. <laughs> That's what he's doing. And then when you see him on the roof later, like, look at the scene. Where, it's the famous scene where Superman catches Lois Lane and flies her up and puts her on the roof. Watch him looking at her. Like, that is a motherfucker who is having fun. Right. He yeah. knows the effect that he's having on her. Yeah. He loves it. You know what I mean? He's not abusing it, but like, he's being polite to her and he's making her heart race and he knows it and he's enjoying it. There is not an ounce of that in, in Zach's life. So, so, so like the, the, Good like point. the moments where he like lets her go, like as, as they're flying, like obviously he was, he did that on purpose just to yeah. see her, her reaction. Like, you know, yeah. like, even, Oh, even like, like the corny shit. Like when the guy's climbing the ceiling and Superman's like, you know, he makes a quip. And then the guy falls, and as he's falling, Superman goes to catch him, but he's, he's like, oh, shucks. And then goes, <laughs> that shit's fun. Let's not forget, this guy is a hick. He's a he's from yeah, Kansas. Right. He's a hick. Like, he would be doing shit like this. Like, every, uh, there's this comic called Superman for All Seasons, and it's this painted one. I think Tim Sale did the artwork, but um, and it, he painted Superman, it's full comic, as a giant corn-fed galoot. He's just, he looks like, yeah, like a dopey hick. And you're like, that's who we be. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Like, I kind of like that, you know? He's like deep in the method as Clark Kent, right? And he has to like catch him. You know, you could tell he's like, I have to be this nerd. It's kind of funny too. And it feels like he wants to tell Lois that he's Superman and has to catch himself. But then when he shows, I love the scene where he shows up as Clark Kent and she rejects him. Uh-huh. And it's it reminds me of the meme where like there's like the version on one side and the, and the chat on the other, you know, like the, uh, the, 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 the alpha, the alpha man, but it's but it's himself. So yeah. it's like, I don't know what to do here because I'm that guy, but I can't be I can't actually pretend I'm or show that I'm that guy and you're rejecting me. But you, you don't even realize that you actually do want me. Yeah, but you <laughs> see, what I take from it is that he loves that shit because he he is that smirk on his face like he knows 
what he's doing. He's like, I, I just know, put man. on the cape, right? And then you'll want me again. <laughs> this great. girl is like, fuck it. I know you want me when I'm in this suit or in that cape. You don't know it yet. Which, I, which is kind of like, it's kind of a cool way to play it, you know? That's fantastic. Think, yeah. Yeah. And, and I do, I did like Cavill. I, I, I don't know if he's going to play it again. I did like him as Superman, but not, but he seemed to me like an alternate reality Superman. It's just like, I mean, they're all alternate realities. Who? What the hell? It's every issue is, but like, <laughs> not to totally uh, go off track. But what? What do you? Th- what, how do you like Ben Affleck as Batman? Loved it. Yes. Fucking loved it. Yeah. Best. When he got cast as Batman, I was I was like, yes. Um, I, I thought he was a great Batman. I thought I loved the outfit. I, I I thought it was a home run, man. I'm glad he's coming back to the Flash movie. My favorite. He's my favorite Batman. Any thoughts on the Snyder cut? We're gonna, we're a couple months late here, but there was a. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I have thoughts on 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 uh, Michael Keaton not being your favorite Bruce Wayne. Mm. That's that's the only. You want to do have. battle on that one? <laughs> <laughs> um, Tell me why Michael no. Keaton's better then. I mean, just watch him. Okay. Well, I mean, Michael really Keaton's a great him. actor, but but we got to yeah. think as Bruce Wayne, is yeah. he? You know, is he the one? Uh, I but guess, I, <laughs> I guess it's on your interpretation of yes. Batman because like. I mean, it did seem like Michael Keaton's Batman just kind of didn't work out much and took it easy like a real billionaire, whereas, uh, I mean, Keaton, uh, uh, Affleck's Batman didn't look like he was enjoying all that money, you know? That was pretty miserable. I did, yeah, uh, it's like, I don't know. I, I, again, it goes back to me liking the guys who are, like, a little bit more having fun with it. I think that's a good point, again, yeah, because I love Affleck. But yeah, I, I yeah. just need them to have fun with it. I like that, and I guess that kind of goes back to this movie a little bit. And we're we'll thinking of the, the Snyder movies because we we meet Batman essentially in, in a world in crisis. Uh, at that point, we don't get to see him have fun because you know the world's ending, and we have to figure out the Superman problem kind of a thing. Whereas in the other movies, they allowed the character to 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 show a little bit more of, of the other side of them. Keaton was hooking up with Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah, that's in a, a good leather deal. cat suit. Hey, I, oh, I, I see the better Bruce Wayne. What are hey, we talking about here? <laughs> hey, you, you should you, you should feel good. I, I, I talked to Michelle Pfeiffer's sister, Dee Dee Pfeiffer, recently. Dee Dee Pfeiffer, so, okay. So, you know, Just careful you're there, talking yeah. to royalty here. <laughs> <laughs> Just, <you know>. um, <laughs> I love that they include, I don't know if, if this is where it came from, but like the classic like montage after we know that Superman's here, like he, uh, he's he's there saving, you know, the robberies and That's great. Yeah, all the crime and saving yeah. the cat from the tree. And like, I, I, I mean, obviously this has been part of, comics and everything before this this is 1978 but i feel like this is one of the first like montages we've seen on film of okay our hero's here let's see him (laughs) you know Uh, do all these things and you never want to stop watching right yeah i think the whole farm sequence is such a sin because all i want to do is just get past it and get to all that and just watch that that's all you want to watch Right. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah, you 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 want to watch that and and uh and again the the Gene Hackman scenes and everything like that. Um and then what so and awesome. then yeah, yeah, he's uh, amazing. Gene Hackman's after these uh nucle- nuclear missiles mm-hmm. uh or nuclear, I don't know, one of the two. <laughs> um <laughs> he's after those missiles and uh he wants to It's not one of the two. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, he wants both of them, right? No, no, no. I'm saying because I said I slurred it. First yeah, it, it is I one. It is, that's right, it, it is one of the two. Dave, shut up. I'll just leave it go. Um, <laughs> let it go. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's after these missiles. Uh, so he sends, you know, uh, Ned Beatty, which we haven't talked about yet. <laughs> Mr. Luthor. Mr. Luthor. Mr. Luthor. Mr. Luthor. <laughs> uh, he sends sends him to like adjust the codes and the one missile and he somehow does it wrong but then he sends the the lady out and she does it right pretty amazing um, for three people to, to do all this <laughs> yes. yeah definitely yeah, yeah yeah even him getting to the point where he messed up was so impressive i couldn't do that <laughs> <laughs> right yeah it's like, q, what do you, q what do you think of this uh real estate plan do you think this is a, this is a viable idea <laughs> I mean, it's sound. I mean, if you did own property in that area, it would suddenly be very valuable. Yeah. I, I don't know if, like, I, you know, it sounds like you have to kill a lot of people to make a buck there. And I, <laughs> it's not really my thing, you know? I'd at least give give Ned Beatty Otisville. I think that's the least you can do. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. kind of selfish for, for Luther. Yeah, it come is. on. Have any of the four of you impractical jokers, do you all live uh, on the East Coast still? We all live on the East Coast, yeah. Have any of you thought of going to the West Coast permanently? No, I don't think so. We, we, well, we're, you know, we're not, we all got family here and, and which is, I, I still live on Staten Island. Like, I don't have any, I don't want to go anywhere. You don't want to yeah. sell your soul? Um, yeah. Oh, God, dude. I, mean, I could, I could point to a number of fucking commercials where you could see the soul leave my eyes as I hawk <laughs> Subway or whatever bullshit they asked me to do. Uh, it's not a matter of soul. It's more a matter of just having my friends around. <laughs> it's, like it's, it's been sucked. There's no, there's no. People, I, it's so funny. Like if we get called sellouts, I'm like, you don't understand the second you step on tv you sold out you've already sold out so it's a man so be, oh, wow so people actually call you call you sellouts that's we've uh, got called everything ta- tell is old oldest time tell is oldest time but i'm just um, like but these these are fucking impractical jokers like who expects this much out of these guys like right. if there's anybody that you think would sell out in a second it would be those guys you know right it's like what do you want us to do <laughs> this yeah, what is, the fuck yeah. do you want me to do like, like these guys are, you know, giving me this much money, like to tell jokes on on TV. Like, oh no, no, I don't want to sell out and <laughs> yeah, of, uh, offend people. Give it to me, sell out. That's my advice to everybody: <laughs> sell out as fast as you can. Uh, cute. Uh, does, does Superman? Uh, this I reminded of the Seinfeld comment earlier. The Superman have super humor, or what? Because as George Costanza you know, says, I've never really heard him say anything funny. He's not really that funny of a guy. He's he's more of an earnest. He's more an earnest guy. He he makes Lois Lane laugh, you know. So I guess that's what's important. They're married. That's a, <laughs> that's, that's a, so was that a yes or? or? <laughs> I'm not Lois Lane. I don't know. I would. I normally. I I don't think that he. I wouldn't say he's a funny guy. Uh, I think he's nice and pleasant to be around. I think he's got a good sense of humor. But I don't think anybody's looking to Superman for for young okay. and laugh laughs. Yeah. Uh, good to have that settled. Yeah. Um, okay. What? Uh, so yeah. I mean, obviously, we get to you know uh, Lex Luthor tells his plan, as yeah. Dave said about uh, doing the the <laughs> to, to, to make San Francisco <laughs> and Los Angeles disappear because uh, he you bought blow up yeah. <laughs> California essentially, and then and then once the rubble clears, 
I will be able to pocket lots of money because this will now be a uh, prime coastline. I, I mean, property. Yeah, like I well, bought all this land. I don't know, that was I don't, cheap. I don't I know told- if it's going to work out that way. <laughs> right, but it's a comic book, which is why you sit there and you're like, yeah, of course that's the plan, man. Let's do it. You know? Um, <laughs> I'm down with it. I, I, I like that. Yeah, I mean, it's that's it, why, all right, if they did that shit in Man of Steel, you'd be like, this is so dumb. <laughs> You would be angry. You would yeah. literally be like, they're, they're, but for some reason, when you place it in that world that's just a little bit more fun yeah. and a little bit more comic book, suddenly that's something you got to worry about. Some, yeah. some jerk blowing up in California. <laughs> so you got a beachfront property, man. I, exactly. That's the world I want to live in. Like, that's the one. I get it. The crazy I get it. One. Yeah, yeah. How gruesome was Lois's potential death? Like, this is just hard to watch. Like, we're seeing her drown in dirt, like, for so long. And, you know, it's just like... Scared me as a kid. I remember being scared. Yeah, Yeah. it's just like, wow, if this doesn't instill fear in somebody, I don't know what will. Because, yeah, this is just... It's it's brutal. It's pretty brutal. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Especially, yeah, for a PG, you know, 1978 film. Like, (laughs) it's just like, man. Because, yeah, he's... just pours in her throat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, because he's got the Hoover Dam, like, totally went out, and he's saving that with rocks that you can totally tell are, you know, uh, uh, small models. But I got to say, for 1978, this is awesome effects. It goes back to my point. If you saw that shit in Man of Steel, you'd be like, the effects suck. Fuck this movie. (laughs) Right. But back then, it's charming. You're like, oh, it's so cool. They made a little model of a dam and blew it up. It's the best. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and it's, you know, this is something we come across a lot, Q, when we review movies, particularly older ones. Anything made with practical effects almost always holds up, right, Ben? I mean, yeah, versus definitely. something made like CGI, maybe only just just ten years ago, looks like garbage. Uh, but yeah. those whoever you know, those directors who decided to use practical effects back then, you know, of course, you know, there was limitations anyway, but um, they all hold up. And so, like yeah. a movie from '78 will hold up better than a movie from like 2003 or something. Yeah, I watched The Mummy, the Brendan Fraser one recently, and uh, and I, I do love that movie. I love that the movie. Movie too. holds up. Yeah, right. The movie holds up. It's so much fun, but the effects are rough. Yeah, like, I haven't watched it in a few years. I I, I want to check it out because yeah. I loved that movie. Like it was, it it's was great. dope. Well, yeah, the first two were really good. The third one I thought was kind of dog shit, but the first yeah. two were awesome, man. I think yeah. we we we've been spoiled with good technology. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, what uh, Q? What are your thoughts on reversing time via reversing <laughs> reversing the Earth? Father, I think you know what boat I'm in by now, man. Like I want that's what I want. That is exactly what I fucking want. I want Superman flying back so fast that the earth spins back and he goes back in time. That's the movie yeah. I want to watch. I, I yeah. agree. I, I think and the movie actually does a lot of this, uh, the in terms of like logistics of how the how he got the missile, like when he turned time back, how did he actually solve the problem? We don't know, but we we don't need to know all the details, right? Like we're just in this kind of alternate world and we're right. going to accept He's it. fucking Superman. He just went back in time. How much more do you guys need? Right, he did it. He right. Him disarming a bomb? He's Superman. He figured it. it out. Right, yeah. He and and out. I'm okay with it. About? Right, yeah. He, yeah. He, he spin the world back and somehow that 
reverses time. We spin it forward and we solved it. Okay, good. I'm, I'm okay because I've been having, <laughs> I accept the world I'm living in and I've been having a great time. And yeah, it's, again, yeah, that's what, that's what movies are all about. It's just suspending your disbelief as much as I think that phrase is over said and movie, movie critique, but <laughs> suspending your disbelief and just going just along for the ride. Yeah, exactly. Like it's like Superman. Superman. You know, it's fucking like, Superman. It's like it's great. It's like seeing the model and, and that model that damn you guys spoke about and knowing it's a model and loving it more because of it's a model. Like there's no need to like, I don't know. It's I don't know, man. It, I love it. I do. Yeah. I love it, too. And it's just so weird, though, because some movies just completely fail at it and you can't suspend your disbelief. So it has to be done, you know, in a very it, it's not an easy task to pull to pull something like this off with like what what Donner did in this film with his cast, the story, keeping that keeping it light, a little bit silly, a little bit unbelievable, but not going too far ever. It sort of. It's it's coherent within its own universe, kind of a thing. Everything that happens within the film makes sense. There's there's no time you're like, ah, oh, this is dumb, because somehow it you know kind of writes its own rules for the film, and you're you just accept it. It's it's yeah. brilliant to be able to do that. Brilliant to be able to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. No, definitely. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's just you know it ends in hurrah. You know, it's <laughs> uh, he, he, he has to go, and you know, it's just it's it's. It's a great movie to watch, like you said. Like I, Christopher Reeve is having fun in this movie. Harry, Harry yeah. uh, Cavill is is not. You know, Harry Cavill. I don't know yeah. my words. Yeah. Even Brandon Routh, and I thought Brandon Routh was a good Superman. He didn't look like he was having much fun. Right? Yeah. You know. Whereas this, like, it's Superman having fun. Like, yes, there's yeah. a dire moment. That's, like, even emotion. Watch. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. No, off. no. I, I just You're excited. the guest. Cut off um, away. That new Superman show, Superman and Lois on the yes. CW, is the only CW show I've ever watched. Same. It, it is fucking awesome. I love it. He's having a blast. <laughs> he's such yeah. a good Superman because, like, at his essence, he's a nerd who's having a good time. And I'm like, that's what that's what my version of Superman is. Yep. I wanted to ask yeah. you about that show if you've been watching it. Of course, well, obviously, yeah. you are because you consume every piece of Superman product that comes out. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I'm yeah. a big Superman fan. Great show. Yeah, highly recommended everybody. Yeah, a yeah. lot of fun. I have one one other question. Um, I, I read in an interview was a little while back that you declined an invitation to the Playboy Mansion uh, to instead attend some sort of a Superman function. Uh, do you still think that was the right decision? There are two big mistakes I've made in my life. <laughs> one of them... I'll tell you, the, the other one's even worse because... <laughs> Tom Petty's last concert uh, before he died. Tom Petty's my all-time favorite, right? Oh. And and he played the the Hollywood Bowl, mm-hmm. and somebody said to me that you know there was no way to know it was his last show. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, uh, and he was they was like, hey man, do you want to go see Tom Petty tonight? And and I had just seen him in New Jersey two months earlier, so I was like, I, and I, but I'm only in LA for a few days, and there's friends I want to see. So I was like, you know what? Look, I, I got to go see my buddy. We had these plans all set up already for two weeks. I got to go. And all I did was go to my friend's house and, you know, we smoked weed. We watched the movie. It was like the stupidest <laughs> shit in the world. Meanwhile, it is the last performance Tom Petty will ever give. Oh, man. And I, and I, it, it, that eats me away. And the other one is I had I had a chance in my life to go to the Playboy Mansion and I blew it. <laughs> blew it. Man. And back when the Playboy Mansion was fun, too. You know what I mean? Now it's. <laughs> I think they do like corporate dinners, you know. Oh, I think it was man. back in like the orgy and STD days, <laughs> and, I, and I just 
did uh <laughs> so um, came away sucks. with some herpes or something q have, have you have or, you or brought herpes to the party you know, <laughs> you know which... have you seen any of the friends since the uh, uh tom petty party it's fucking i'm gonna tell you something right now it's justin roiland that motherfucker who made rick and morty <laughs> i spent the night at his house hanging out with him <laughs> when i could have been at tom petty's last concert have you seen him since? I've seen him since, yeah. Okay, never mind then. I was gonna I was gonna say maybe that was the last time you could have saw your friends, no, you know, he's, but he's, uh, another, he's another genius. Uh, it's all right. a pleasure to know. So for the next hour we're gonna talk about Rick and Morty. So um uh, <laughs> but uh but yeah, Superman. I mean, I'm so glad you picked this film. I gave you a list. I know you're a horror guy, you know. Yeah, so I, I gave you when I saw Superman, I was like, it's it's gonna be Superman. It I figured because yeah. we're now horror guys and we're we're a little apprehensive about Christ if he's going to pick some slasher movie that we, we don't want to watch. <laughs> oh, man. If I had my way, I would have said Ghostbusters. Um, but when I saw Superman on the list, I was like, that's uh, that's good. That's perfect. Yeah. Excellent. We did we did research when we sent the list. So yeah, we, we had you just know. up. <laughs> Appreciate that. Thank you, gentlemen. No problem. But, uh, but yeah, Superman 1978. I mean, that's like... It's it's yeah. the it's the go to Superman movie. It's a, I mean Absolutely. it's essentially like the first great comic book movie. Mm-hmm. I mean we're in a yeah. phase now where we're it's just comic comic book movies shoved shoved down your throat. Um, yeah. And uh, I would this take this is, one over pretty much all of them to be honest with you. Oh my god, it wouldn't even be close. I mean, look, Endgame was amazing. I get it, but if you're telling me that there's a burning building and there's only copies of the last copies of Endgame or Superman, it's not even a fucking. Ch- it's not even so. I gotta take. That means I gotta take my cholesterol medication. It's not even like a choice. Like Endgame's gonna burn. It's gonna burn. And I love Endgame. It's, it's gonna, gonna burn. burn. <laughs> it's just. It's gonna burn, boys. I'm saving Superman. I had a lot of fun. You guys were easy to talk to. Thanks, Kim. All right, boys. Thank you so much for having me. There you have it, folks. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Q. He was a lot of fun. Had a blast with him. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter at BlockbusterCast. Instagram at Blockbuster Mentality. That's where you'll get all the updates on the show. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's it. I'm done talking. If you stayed this long, hey, I appreciate it. You're one of the, you're one of the, the good ones. All... All three of you. Um, We really appreciate it. (laughs) All right. I'm done. I'm done talking. No, seriously, I'm done talking now. I'm done. No, now I'm done. All right. Anyways. All right, folks. Well, that is it for me. For Dave and Q, I'm Ben. And as always, grab some popcorn, grab some snacks. We'll catch you guys at the movies. (laughs) 